The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates, Jennings & Ayers Funeral Home, SoCo Roofing & Restoration, First Bank serving Murfreesboro, Smyrna & Rutherford County, Parks Auction Company, they'll handle everything, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, and the Blue Raider Insider Report sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance and Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome into All Sports Talk. Tim Tackett along with Jeff Jordan. Jeff, I'm going to let you talk for about 30 seconds while I put my headphones on. How's that sound to you? I got my headphones on. I was here an hour early. Okay, that's a lie. Well, beautiful day. Oh, Stunning, little, little windy and coolish. It, it's, it, okay. it, it, it's April after all. You know the folks that uh, we don't do a garden lawn garden show here, uh, but uh, <laughs> how many people get a couple sunny days in a row and decide, oh, it's time. Let's go ahead and get those plants and get them in the ground. <laughs> yeah. Lo and behold, they say, whoops. <laughs> I'm told that like Mother's Day is kind of the the benchmark to when most people say it's overly safe to go ahead and plant around here. Well, I, I don't really know what, the, of course, I have no intention of planting anything ever. Um, but if I did, it would die within about 30 minutes from the time I got it in the ground. Uh, you know, though, I, I can remember this for sure, and I, I, as, as you did, this is my opinion. I, I refereed softball for years and years, and baseball as well. And I think the worst month to be an umpire is April. Yeah. Or a baseball coach or a softball coach. Well, yeah, or yeah, or play or anything related to it. It's cold. Yeah. It's damp. Windy. When it gets damp, it stays damp for a while. It's just, you know, just not any fun. Now, I will agree that maybe if you went deep in the summer when it really got really hot, okay, uh, okay. I'm there too. Or the mosquitoes got bad. That was always a problem. Jeff, I was going through <laughs> pictures as as we're doing in our house trying to organize a little bit and figure out what pictures we really need to have out and, and, and look at and i found one of me umpiring i want you to know i looked professional i'm sure you did <laughs> you were a good umpire oh man i don't think there's any question about it you know i i've got a picture that uh uh i haven't looked at it in a while but but it, it means a lot to me uh, about out of Sam Snyder umpiring, and the other umpire was Dennis Rainier. Okay, and uh, and I just had that picture of us uh, doing a game. I don't know what we were doing. Industrial League softball, probably. I don't know what we were doing. But anyway, I love Dennis to death. He he was terrific. Yeah, how much do you keep up with the NFL football draft? I mean, it's 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 on every <laughs> sports talk show except ours at nauseum right now. Yeah, I know. I I I've had to say that. Like everybody in this room, I've heard a lot of conversation, 
But um, I've pretty much dismissed all of it and just move on. We'll find out what it is. Well, I'm, I'm going to get you in a prediction business here in, in, oh. a, in a bit uh, throughout the show. Uh, will the Titans select the quarterback? No. One way or the other? You don't think so? No, not not in the, not with their 11th pick, no. But they could trade up. You don't think that's going to happen? No. no. You're predicting no quarterback for the Titans. Tannehill not, will be the quarterback this year. Yes. Okay. And I, and I don't think – they may draft one. I said the first round, the eleventh right. pick. Well, if you don't, if you don't draft one in the first round, chances are they're not going to start this year, right? And we proved that last year. <laughs> the guy we got last year. That's right. Well, it remains to be seen how that works out. Let me ask you this. Okay. You're familiar familiar with the Wonderlick test that the, they they give this test to uh, pro football players upcoming to try to get some feel for. Their, I guess their mental ability. I don't know for sure, but are you familiar with that? I just know what it is. That's it. If a, if a quarterback, C.J. Stroud, being the question here from Ohio State, one of five quarterbacks in the history of college football that's thrown for forty touchdown passes in two or three years in a row, didn't do so well on the test. Would that bother you if you were trying to draft a, a guy that had the those those kind of tools, how how important would that be to you? Well, all things being equal, not much. Maybe a little, but not much. I think I think you. I'd like to know if you agree with this. Uh, it seems like to me that they do a lot of things to find out why not to draft a guy. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a lot of a lot of what they're to looking do. for an excuse. We can't get him because he's whatever. And I don't know if that works or not. Well, my guess is when you had tryouts for your basketball teams, you probably didn't check a lot of report cards before you uh, decided that girl can play. That's correct. Or that guy can play. That's right. <laughs> there, There is what's called basketball sense or football sense or whatever it happens to be, right? Right. Uh, as a matter of fact, I'm, I, I've been around several very, very good basketball players that were not outstanding students. They were – far from outstanding students as a matter of fact they were marginal students in some cases but uh, outstanding players because they had that instinct that's there which is far more important to me than what one look might show sure I, I i would i would agree with that i i was very lucky with that i don't remember at riverdale when i was with buddy pate or when i was by myself i don't remember losing but maybe one girl due to grades um uh, and it was unfortunate but, uh, that we lost her, but, you know, she, she did it to herself. And, and I hated to see her go, but, you know, she, she went. One thing that I think is true throughout sports, girls that are playing on athletic teams tend to be far better students in the classroom than, than the guys as far as the percentage is concerned. Uh, the, as you say, I, I don't know that I ever lost a girl because of grades. But I'm sure the coaches on the boys' side have lost several because of grades. Wouldn't you think? I think that's probably true, and I, I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't dare offend anybody or try to offend anybody. But I can say this: I think without fear. At least years ago, when I when I was at Riverdale, and later uh, I was at Laverne, uh, I thought the the best students, uh, people that had had their grades well above average were generally people that were involved in extracurricular activities, be it athletics or cheerleading, uh, uh, just a lot of different things that they did. And they were just interested in hardworking people. I just found that to be true. 
I think that's exactly right. Let's take a break. When we come back, I'm going to throw a couple more what ifs or tea leaves reading, Jeff, for you some mm. looking at the future. When oh, we come okay. back on all the fourth Okay, the future. Dr. Craig McCabe, the eye doctor you hear on the radio. So tell us what it was like to go through the cataract surgery. Oh, it wasn't bad at all. There was no soreness, no hurting. They made you feel comfortable. I mean, I can see things that I I couldn't see clearly before. It's absolutely wonderful. I do it again. I love it. McCabe Vision Center on Heritage Park Drive, just off Memorial behind SunTrust Bank. If someone asked, what's your more, would you be surprised? Well, at First Bank, knowing your more is where we start. Whether it's seeing your kid's college graduation, seeing the world, or seeing the ocean from your patio, your more helps us see who you are. That's why First Bank offers you more time, more access to local lenders and leaders, more answers, and more products. So tell us, what's your more? First Bank. Bank local. Get more. Member FDIC. Every team knows which play can be a winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. This is Monty Hale for SoCo Roofing and Restoration. They're local here in Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. They gladly offer free inspections. If they determine there is damage to your roof, they'll walk you through the entire process. Find them online at southernroofexperts.com or give Donnie Shattuck a call at 615-801-9837. That's 615-804-9837. SoCo Roofing and Restoration, your local trusted roofing expert. Greetings, friends. This is Lenny Farmer with the Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home in Murfreesboro. If you ever had to deal with the final arrangements of a loved one, funerals are both emotional and financial. You can easily be drained both ways when you least expect it. I can help you in both of these areas by showing you the positive side of prearranging. Locking in your costs for the rest of your life will truly relieve some emotional stress at that time. Call me, won't you, at 615-893-2422. Let's talk. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back into All Sports Talk. My guest today, Jeff Jordan, brought to you by Fans Heating and Air, and Lee Colvin, Financial Services with Edward Jones. Jeff, you and I, before uh, the show off air, predicted what time, what date Spring Fling was. And we've been around Spring Fling a long time, and both of us were surprised when we looked it up to be absolutely sure. A little later than I thought it would, would, would have been. Yeah, it, it does. It, evidently, that's correct. It, it's closer to the end of May, uh, and and we know that it has run into June before, so that's not unusual. But anyway, yeah, it's a little starts yeah, a little I, later. I had it pegged in my mind at least a week earlier than that. But anyway, it's 23rd. Uh, and most all of this is going to take place in Murfreesboro. There's a, a, a couple sites. Uh, I think Wilson Central probably still baseball still played there, I guess, and uh, could, could be some other things. But uh, 99% of it is right here in Rutherford County. We've got the facilities and the, 
and by facilities, I mean not only the athletic facilities, but that are excellent. Uh, it, it's it's hard to tell really which baseball field is prettiest. It really is difficult. They're all stunning. But anyway, uh, and we've got the hotel rooms, and uh, and we've got the we've got the key thing, which is volunteers, as you know, and they know what they're doing, and they can run it themselves if they have to. TWA has certainly been highly complimentary of Rutherford County the way it's been done here, and that, and that's why it's here. And, and Jeff, you and I, I think, would agree that of the state championships that could be there, basketball, football, wrestling, whatever, the real plum for the community is spring fling right. as far as being able to draw fans in for a long period of time and, and spend some money here in, in our community. It's a lot of people here. They travel all over the county, uh, eat. Stay in our hotels and motels, of course, buy gas. They do all those things. And, uh, and they, as far as I know, they're welcome. I don't know. When I'm out and about that week, um, I, I don't know how you'd know the difference in the traffic. I really don't know. It's just it's terrible wherever you go. So just because it's spring fling doesn't make it any worse. <laughs> but anyway, I see these kids out eating with their coaches and whatnot. And matter of fact, when Bradley Central won the basketball girls this year, I saw them the night before. They were at Demas's restaurant eating. Um, so, you know, they're welcome. I'm glad to see them. Speaking of facilities, let me l- pick your brain a little bit, Jeff. Five years from now. Five years from now. Down the road five years from now. Okay, I'll be at Evergreen Cemetery <laughs> in the back corner. Will the Titans be playing in a new stadium in five years? Yes. Don't, of course. Yes. Do you think by that time they would have, at least on the calendar, either a Final Four or a Super Bowl? Not, the, not, not, not to be played that year. I'm talking about yeah. on the map. Would they, because they normally schedule those out, what, three, four, five years out. Right. and uh, Yeah, probably so. And normally, normally when, when somebody, anybody, builds a brand-new stadium somewhere, they try to get in, get in pretty quickly. Uh, it's got to be domed, of course. It's a or well, it will be. It will be domed, domed or in a climate that would not require a dome, such as right. Los Angeles. Right, we and, would not and, necessarily have to have a dome to do that. But and, uh, and I think the dome in Nashville is a foregone conclusion. Apparently, apparently, it's going to happen, and they're going to build it right next to the current stadium, which means for two or three years during that construction period, parking, which is already a tough deal, is going to get a lot tougher. Well, not for me, <laughs> but yes, it has been. That's not true. I went last year uh, to a game, so you, you know. Your couch is your parking lot. Is that what it's going to be? Uh, m- most of the time, <laughs> yes. I did. It was year before last. I saw Kansas City. I saw them beat Kansas City. Yes. We got a caller on the line. Let's go to the phones right now. How's it going, guys? Well, what's what's up? Well, I don't know. I guess there probably will be the stadium five years from now. I'd say they'll probably host the the college college football playoff where they host the Final Four. I don't know how far they, they go out in that stuff. I know they usually go out five, five six years out for the Final Four. I don't know about Super Bowls or anything like that. But I, I think the college playoff, they go, I think it's year by year, I think. I don't think they've got that. I didn't mention that one, but I think that's I think that's certainly a plum that they're looking forward to. You're you're right about yeah, that. Yeah, that's, that's that's one thing there. That's one thing there. One and, and like Jeff says, it's going to be a it's going to be a dome because uh, because they've already they've already said that the state wouldn't give them the money if, if it's not a if it's not a dome. It's going to be a dome stadium, or else they won't get the five hundred million that's 
the state's given them to, uh, you know, to uh, build it and everything. To Five hundred million—that's uh, a lot of money build the, uh, to build the stats. But that's what they was going to uh, going to uh, give them. But guys, want to say I went to the middle baseball game yesterday, and uh, it was a real good game. Of course, middle came back, won the extra innings, but right. uh, saw uh, saw JD McCracken, former Middle Tennessee Christian pitcher, started out in Tennessee. He's transferred to Rice now. Pitched, started out pitching in the fourth inning, didn't pitch too bad, gave up a couple runs, and uh, of course he wasn't involved in the decision, but. Uh, but uh, didn't pitch too bad for the for the for Rice yesterday, and and uh, my middle got a huge win as far as if they want to go to the tournament. They've got uh, Louisiana Tech this weekend. I know it's a big series because uh, I think they're a game ahead. I look at the standings today, and I think they're a game ahead of uh, Louisiana Tech in the standings. So they really need to win that win that series too, and really the next four. I guess if you if you really boil it down to they they need to do that. And and then I, one finally I want to congratulate. Jimmy Bourne named the tennis team for oh, winning man. the conference yeah. USA title again. They'll be in the NCAA tournament again uh, here. I don't know when the parents come out, but they'll be going again somewhere and, and playing in the in the NCAA tennis tournament. So I just wanted to mention those those two things. And guys, enjoy your show and uh, and uh, have a good rest of the week. See you. Thank you so much. I, I was going to get to Jimmy Bourne name and the tennis team four straight conference USA championship. Jeff four zero the. Uh, final deal there they, they play seven matches six one doubles point is counted then six singles and as soon as they get to fourth point so fourth match one they they stop everything else when you finish it your championship tournament in conference and you're up 4-0 that's what you call dominant jeff i would think so yes against supposedly the second best team in the conference right wouldn't that wouldn't that you think that's the case yes i think that is the case yes uh and I think we need to say, too, really, I don't know that we can, should apologize, or maybe we can, I guess we can. There's just so many sports and so many places that we have a, roughly 40 minutes on here, and we just can't, there's just no way. But um, Middle Tennessee, as well as some of our high schools, but Middle Tennessee in particular has been very successful in in so-called minor sports. Yes. And uh, they're being congratulated for this. Uh, um, and I'm really, I, I guess volleyball would be one of those, and certainly golf and, and tennis, and there are others. And track and field. Sure. Uh, it's amazing, just amazing what they've done. Track and field perhaps is, in, in some ways, it's the sports story of, of the year. Uh, when, when Dean Hayes was with us and was coaching, uh, amazing, amazing. Uh, four straight conference championships, and Jeff, they're building the brand new complex out there on the campus as we speak. Uh, the old one's gone, and the new one's in the process of being built. And uh, surprises, surprises to me. And, and I really was glad when we were able to retain Jimmy Borndame. He signed a new contract. But Jeff, good grief! As good as his program is here at Middle Tennessee, you got to know that he has some opportunities to go to some programs that might have a higher profile. Sure. And I think him coming back and the, the success and the direction in which the program is going and and uh, is uh, it will increase our opportunities to get more top players. And um, I'm I'm excited about that. I think so it's wonderful. You can't blame a coach for moving on to a, a pro program that certainly can pay more. Uh, my thought process. I don't know this for a fact. I just wonder if some a couple three tennis uh, aficionados in here in the county came up and said 
guys, we need to keep this guy. <laughs> Let me help out with a little bit more money for his salary. Concerned. Well, I, I, I wonder if that happened. I, I, I don't have any idea, and I don't want to know. <laughs> but that's okay. Well, for whatever reason, he's There's there with that. and whatever. Uh, I'm going to leave you leave you on this thought, and you come back and answer it after the break. Chip Walters is up next, by the way. Five years from now, will we'll, Nashville be playing in a Major League Baseball stadium in Nashville? That that Your answer to that will come in about eight or nine minutes. But Chip Walters is going to fill in right now. I don't think he's going to answer the question, but we'll see right after this. <laughs> Listen each weekday morning at 9 o'clock for the roundtable here on News Radio WGNS. Interesting hosts and guests with the news, views, politics, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County here on News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon, everybody staring at this police activity that's out here on the west side. And I can't blame them, actually, because there's a lot of police cars on 40 westbound just before Charlotte Pike. I mean, it is crawling out here with people just rubbernecking, again, trying to get around this situation, this police activity on 40 westbound. Again, as you head out towards Charlotte Pike on the west side, building pretty good south of town. As you head down into Brentwood, Franklin, watch for Radar I-40 out through the Mount Juliet area. Nash Painting Services, all of Middle Tennessee. They're online. Check them out at nashpainting.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. In retirement, it's all about income, your money, making money, and you're not spending down your principal. That's the way we do it at Retirement Income Solutions. So if you're spending down your principal or your money's not making money, keeping you ahead of inflation, check us out today at risolutions.net, risolutions.net. And make sure to join us Saturdays at noon and Sunday afternoons at 1 for Retirement Income Solutions Radio with Nathan Cox and Lindsay Cotter. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Your home, your auto, together, they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your home and auto. Parks Auction. We handle everything. Whether you're buying or selling a home or whether you're buying or selling commercial property, the auction is just so much easier, quicker, smoother. My wife and I sold our personal home. Parks Auctions helped us with that. The house brought about 20% more than we were going to ask for. Visit our website at parksauction.com. To learn more. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report from Chip Walters of Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Sponsored by Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors and Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance. The report coming up after this. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. On 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Middle Tennessee. Play up, bench, cold. Middle Tennessee football, basketball, and baseball. Yeah, we got them. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raider athletics. I'm Chip Walters. Hear the games here on News Radio WGNS. Middle Tennessee wins. Raiders win the championship. Your source for the Big Blue and the Borough. News Radio WGNS. 
Are you paying hundreds of dollars too much for your home and auto insurance? Let the team at My Team Insurance help, a true independent insurance agency that represents you in protecting your home, your cars, your business, your life, and your health. Call My Team Insurance today, 895-4201. That's 895-4201. Proud to be sponsoring the Blue Raiders and proud to say, let's go Blue. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Good afternoon, everybody, and boy, was it a party in Houston, Texas, late yesterday afternoon. Number one seed, number 27th ranked Middle Tennessee's men's tennis team captured their fourth straight Conference USA title on Sunday by defeating number 41 UTSA 4-0 down on the Rice campus. With the win, the Blue Raiders earned Conference USA's automatic bid to the NCAA tournament. The Blue Raiders claimed the doubles point with wins on courts one and three. Number 52 Oscar Brostrom-Polson and Francisco Roches started it off with a 6-2 win on court one. Then on court three, the freshman duo of Andre Horak and Marcel Kamrowski secured the doubles point, winning 6-4. Then Get things started in singles. Horak picked up a win on court four to give Middle a 2 nothing win. On court six, Pavel Model uh, tallied a 6-1, 6-2 victory to extend the lead to 3 nothing, And Kamrowski clinched the win for Middle, winning 7-6, 6-3 on court number six. The Blue Raiders now uh, will be awaiting the upcoming selection show for the NCAA tennis tournament and find out what their destination will be for the upcoming NCAA tournament. But Jimmy Bourne, Damon Company, making history in Conference USA, becoming the only school ever to win four straight championships in men's tennis. Congratulations, guys. All right. Good weekend on the diamond as well for Middle. Let's start with baseball. Middle walked off Reese Smith Field on Sunday afternoon. Winners of an 11-inning instant classic as Luke Vinson's solo home run to left gave the Blue Raiders a 5-4 win over Rice. Middle now 20-19 overall, 10-8 in the league, led uh, – led heading into the ninth, but the Owls fought back to tie the game in the ninth and took the lead in the top of the 10th before a wild pitch with a runner on third in uh, a full count allowed Middle to tie the game back up. James Sells quickly retired the Owls in order in the top of the 11th, setting up Vincent's towering home run past the scoreboard to win the game. Jeremiah Boyd continued to have a great weekend uh, as he hit a couple of home runs on Sunday. Blue Raiders are on the road in Nashville tomorrow afternoon for a five o'clock start at Belmont at Rose Park. Baseball standings right now. Dallas Baptist has taken over the lead at 15-3. UTSA 14-3. Charlotte 12-5. Middle solidly in fourth now at 10-8. Louisiana Tech 9-9. They're coming to town this weekend. FAU 7-11 along with Western Kentucky and Rice. FIU and UAB trail the field at 4-14. All right, let's check the uh, 
the Dirt Diamond now for softball. Middle Tennessee picked up their 30th win over the weekend, but dropped the final game at FIU uh, one to nothing. Gretchen Meade threw a complete game, holding the Panthers to just one run. The Blue Raiders just could not get the bats going. The first and only run of the game uh, came in the second inning. Uh, Meade held FIU scoreless the rest of the game. The Blue Raiders had a chance to answer in the third with two runners on base, but just could not capitalized. Here are the softball standings now. Charlotte in first place. Then it's at 12 and 5. Florida Atlantic and UAB at 12 and 6. Louisiana Tech and North Texas at 11 and 7. Western at 10 and 7. Middle 9 and 8. FIU 6 and 12. UTSA 3 and 14. And UTEP at 2 and 16. And Cameron Carsich has earned her second Conference USA Pitcher of the Week honor for Middle as after her outing over the weekend down in Florida. All right, that is it for today. Baseball tomorrow at 445, and we'll have another update for you coming on Wednesday. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Thank you so much for listening to All Sports Talk today. Tim Tackett, and Jeff Jordan, Jeff brought to you by Fans Heating and Air, and Lee Coffin Financial Services. I asked Jeff the question before the break Will Nashville be playing Major League Baseball in five years in Nashville? You asked me that, did you? I did. Mm-hmm. And now you want an answer. Well, uh, a prediction. It's not an answer. There, there's no such thing as an answer right now. It, it's a prediction. You think that five years from now there will be Major League Baseball in Nashville? No. When? It, it not. I, w- would you agree it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when? Yeah, probably. It's probably going to happen. As, if the, uh, the, the, the trend continues for the growth – in the Nashville area, which uh, and I'm, it's not the it's not the population of Nashville that's important, although it's th- that's important obviously, but it's the, it's the population of the surrounding communities. Sure. And I mean Franklin, Mount Juliet, Lebanon, Murfreesboro, Laverne, Smyrna, uh, Clarksville, they're all growing very very fast. And um, I'm, I'm leaving Dixon's a little further away, but including Dixon and other places. And uh, it, it, when that population gets to a certain size, it can support a team. I think we got a shot at that, yes. Uh, Probably will be a team that will move there from somewhere else. 
uh, I would say. The smart money, if that were the case, and I think I think you're right, is Tampa. Right. Uh, who continues to struggle attendance-wise and have done multiple shots at getting a new stadium. And uh, that Tampa, Tampa, St. Petersburg, is not interested in spending that kind of money. And who can blame them for that, Jeff? So uh, I think the Rays are likely to be someplace else in five years. And, and, and my prediction is it will be in Nashville in five years. Well, they could be. I, I have to agree. They, um, generally speaking, I'm not saying this is my opinion necessarily, but generally speaking, at least at this point, they're the best team in the in the oh, all the leagues. 19-3 and three right now. Yeah, they're doing really well. Um, uh, yeah, 93 is yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's just outstanding. Um, and if they can keep that up and then not get the support of the Tampa area for whatever reason, I have no idea why that is, um, then true, they could be moving, and Major League Baseball will approve that, one of I the, think. Yeah, one of the principal uh, people trying to get national in Major League Baseball, Dave Stewart, you remember him, mm-hmm. great pitcher for the Oakland A's. Oakland A's are moving. Oakland A's will be the Las Vegas A's, I guess. That is correct. They're moving to Las Vegas, and, and Dave Stewart did mention that uh, it, 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 he understands, but it's, it's kind of a shame. Think about the, the great players that came through <laughs> Oakland. Yeah. Uh, Vida Blues is the first one that comes to my mind, and, and, uh, but uh, Jose Canseco played there. Uh, lots of really good ba- baseball players. Yeah, they had a – well, they had many years. And of course, they won. I think they. I'm trying to think back. I, I know they. I think they won two or three World Series. Oh yeah. And they were. I think they were in the World Series maybe five years in a row when Charlie Finley owned them back back then. Of course, Reggie Jackson played there. Ricky Henderson had one or two terms there. Well, Sal Bando. They're just a. Raleigh Fingers was the relief pitcher yeah, for him, I think. Catfish Hunter. Yeah. I mean, they just they had a, a lot of really good players. And the free agency got them, and the, and they lost a lawsuit, which cost them a lot. And anyway, they they uh, now the the movie Moneyball is pretty interesting. It's on tonight, I'm sure, on some station somewhere. Uh, it's it's pretty good about how they've tried to build a team around a small market team. They're a small market with a small salary, small uh, budget, and you know they've been competitive. Uh, many years they've been competitive. But they are going to Las Vegas. That's right. Stick with baseball. Within five years, within the next five years, will the Atlanta Braves be in the World Series again? Yes, I think so. I believe so. How about the Cincinnati Reds? No, never again. No, I don't know. (laughs) I don't have any idea. Uh, I bring that up because Atlanta and Cincinnati are clearly on the opposite ends of the spectrum. Right. For sure, right now. But Pittsburgh... Jeff, have you checked them out lately? They're 16-7. and seven. Yeah. The team that's been lowly, as the Reds have been in the last several years, uh, they've got a little spark of interest. And uh, when you are on the bad end of things, sometimes you trade off some pretty good players trying to build up your farm system and maybe those young players come along. Right now, at least Pittsburgh is getting some things done. That, uh, and I know, and I'm, I'm happy for the Pittsburgh fans because those are good fans there. Well, as, as you know, and I, I would have – I would have to say that a lot of these teams that that they get a check at the end of the year because the other teams have overspent and and they get a share of that money. That doesn't make them any better on the field, but that means they've got money. 
and you, you draft and you come through and you get some outstanding youngsters and they come up through your minor leagues, maybe only spend a very limited time in the minor leagues, and they sign a one- or two- or three-year contract, whatever, and then they develop and they become outstanding players, and then you can't keep them because yeah. you don't have the money. Uh, and that happens uh, to a lot of a lot of different teams that, uh, you know, it's unfortunate. Well, I think it's going to happen in college sports. Yes. A similar kind of way with the uh, transfer portal in shape, and that's the question I've got next. Uh, what will college football look like in five years from now? Will Middle Tennessee be playing in Conference USA, for example? That's, who will be in Conference USA if they, if yeah. they still are? Or will they unfortunately become what, that, that kind of a situation where you develop players and see them move on to higher ground, so to speak? I think that's probably already happening. Sure. Um, it's and a little I, scary to me. Yeah, it, it is scary. And I, um, I've the, this subject and the subject of Middle Tennessee basketball and football come up all the time with my family, who dearly love the Raiders, as do I. And and we have talked about that that very thing. You just um, you you just can't seem to keep some players. You know, it's just hard to keep them when they can develop and, and go somewhere else and get the NIL money and. It's just, it's just a difficult situation now. Whether that will um, um, happen to the Blue Raiders, but I, I, I think it will happen to everybody. I would, I would have if, if I were say, uh, well, pick a school. Say I was at North Carolina, North Carolina football. Let's just say I was there. I was the head coach there. I would have a couple of people, experts on my staff who maybe didn't coach the first lick of football. But they would be following players all over the country and who they might be able to get off of Middle you're Tennessee's to say roster. That they, you're, you, one of those two or three, however many you got on that deal, would say, I'm going to look at film of Middle Tennessee versus Louisiana Tech and see if I find somebody on that field that could help us. Exactly. And, I, I, and there's how many, how many teams are there? There's a couple of hundred under that are, are playing. More well, than that, I, I guess. I think 132 or three, they, they're bowl eligible teams, and then then you got Austin P and, and, and schools, Chattanooga and schools of that nature that they're they're playing on Alabama's field, uh, so they're uh, from a different perspective, but uh, some pretty good college football there. But uh, I think clearly that's the case. But I, I do wonder, in five years from now, what Conference USA will look like, where Middle Tennessee will be. Uh, is it fair to say, Jeff, that Western Kentucky is probably the measuring stick Middle Tennessee has. If, if, there's, if there's one to, to say we need to look and say if, if, if we're doing better than Western, we, we need to say, okay, maybe that's that's where we need to be. Yeah. And, and outside of football, you have the last two or three years, basketball has just been dominated by Middle Tennessee. Right. Girls and boys situation. Uh, the tennis team we just talked about and so forth. But uh, – not getting any wins over Western the last, I guess, last four years. It's been a while. Yes. We need it, to change that. Yes, I, I, I would agree. But don't you agree with me with, with having a scout that would scout the other guy oh, sure. all over the nation? Sure. I mean, there's there's somebody that's that's playing at well, Illinois what? State that you, you could use. And it can go the other way, right? Would, would oh, Middle yeah. Tennessee not hire somebody to do that and watch Kansas and Kansas State play and say oh. – He's yes. a guy that's getting just a few minutes on the field, but uh, gosh, the minutes he gets, he's he's pretty good. Yeah, and he just may end up in the portal. And if he does, 
that's the guy we might go after. That's correct. I, w- I would agree with that. It's, it's, it giveth and it taketh away. Yeah, we talked about that, too, uh, fairly recently. It's a coaching nightmare. You know, you, you can't look at your roster and say, well, I've got, uh, well, in basketball, let's say, I've got, uh, what, got 15 players that are there on scholarship, and I, well, I've got a, I've got 12 coming back next year. That's pretty good. Well, you're not guaranteed that no, anymore. No, 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 no. That's over with. You might have somebody coming back, and you might not. So that's a coaching night. I can't, I can't imagine coaches sleeping very well. Well, Middle Tennessee Lady Raiders, for example, last year found, found a girl named Wheeler. Leading scoring conference USA for two straight years at Marshall, that transferred in. Uh, we've seen tr- players transfer out. Uh, the goal, obviously, is to get better than you lose. Yeah, that's right. As far as players are concerned, hard to and, do. And, 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 and it, it, but some teams, some teams are going to do that. Is there? And I, I do not know the answer to this, but I'm, I must have my information right. I think there are places where, if you are looking for players, where you advertise that. There's more than one place also to advertise that, that that you that you you have so many spots available, and if somebody wanted to transfer in, they could that you could get in touch with you and that sort of thing. Yeah, the one thing you can't do is contact a player that's not in the portal and say, "Okay, Jeff Jordan, you're playing for Middle Tennessee, but I I need you at North Carolina." Yeah, that's that's still tampering. Okay, now, I get I get now, that. That's not what I'm suggesting. I'm just sure. saying you just let people know you're sure, available. Sure. Well, that you're you have positions available. Let them contact you if they want to. Well, I, I have been told that Middle Tennessee has done extensive advertising, and particularly in men's basketball. Sure. That, that, and why not? Sure. They've got plenty of spots available. Nice. I'm sorry that they do, but that they do. Well, uh, you, whether you lose them through the portal, whether you lose them through graduation, or, or the general sense, this is not a brand new phenomena that uh, players don't end up on the roster that were there the year before. That's correct. Even with, even though the portal's made it a little bit more, uh, an easier route to go. Well, I said you don't want to lose anybody, but that may not be true either. Maybe you would say, well, Billy Bob, is, is, he's, he's, he's going. Oh, good. I'm glad he's going. Speaking, <laughs> of, speaking of transfers, did you, I saw in the paper that the two Hayes girls that were at Mississippi State have now transferred to Marshall. Okay, I didn't know that. Uh, speaking of Marshall, so yeah, they're they're at Marshall, and they're, they're, they're still one at Western Kentucky, and Anastasia, I believe, has exhausted her eligibility. Okay, I'm going to refrain from any comment. So well, let's take a break then. How's that sound? Okay, that's good. Let's have a break. We need a break, <laughs> okay. Connor. We'll be right back after this. Hey, if you're looking to wind down after a hard day's work or enjoy a night out with your friends, let me suggest Fat Willie's Sports Bar and Grill located on River Rock Boulevard. Fat Willie's features nine regulation pool tables, steel tip darts, and buzz time trivia and poker. The beer prices are excellent and they have a huge selection as well as five craft beers on tap daily. Fat Willie's also has your favorite bar foods. Live trivia is held every Tuesday night, and pool tournaments are held throughout the week. So, if you're looking for a cozy and affordable sports bar with all the amenities, be sure to check out Fat Willie's on River Rock Boulevard next to the Animal Center. Folks, I hope you're listening every Sunday night at 8 o'clock to the Edwin Lee Raymer Show. 
We'll talk about some local politics, national politics, all types of topics, all types of guests. That's 8 o'clock Sunday night, Edwin Lee Raymer Show. Talk to you then. Chip Walters here with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. I was named a top 10 agent in the number one Exit Realty office in America in 2021. The top question I get around town, how's the market? Eh, good question. And the answer's changed a few times this year alone. I'd like to know what you've heard and share some solid data we have. Give me a call and let's have a cup of coffee and take a look at what's happening in your neighborhood. All my contact info is right on my website, choosechip.net. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Good afternoon, everybody staring at this police activity that's out here on the west side. And I can't blame them, actually, because there's a lot of police cars on 40 westbound just before Charlotte Pike. I mean, it is crawling out here with people just rubbernecking, again, trying to get around this situation, this police activity on 40 westbound. Again, as you head out towards Charlotte Pike on the west side, building pretty good south of town. As you head down into Brentwood, Franklin, watch for radar I-40 out through the Mount Juliet area. Nash Painting Services, all of Middle Tennessee. They're online. Check them out at nashpainting.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way Pizza. Your favorites can now be ordered online at SirPizzaTN.com. Carryout and delivery are available. Just go to SirPizzaTN.com and tap the location closest to you. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. First Bank sponsors this portion of All Sports Talk. Officers across the state of Tennessee, right here in Murfreesboro as well. Jeff Jordan with me. Jeff, prediction. At 620 tonight, what's happening on WGNS Radio? I think we're going to be off the air. Um, I'm pretty sure. No, we're going to have uh, high school baseball. It's going to be Middle Tennessee Christian School, the Cougars. And they're, and they're taking on Columbia Academy at, six, at 620. Now, the Braves will also play later tonight. Uh, they are, uh, uh, I don't even know who we're playing. Uh, whoever we're playing, we're playing somebody. Uh, the what? Miami. Miami, the Marlins. That's Miami right. Marlins. And I've, although you get, you get after me every time that I say anything, you do, about the Braves. But the substitute <laughs> catcher, okay, because the catcher's hurt, right? So the substitute catcher. Of course he's hurt. Of course he's hurt. He took yesterday off and didn't play, so we're down to our third catcher last night. Now, the second guy will be here tonight. The And we have, I think we're working on our 11th shortstop, but it may just be our fourth. Uh, and we've played 20 games. We've got four shortstops. And we, we people just, you know, hurt. Center fielder's still out. Uh, but anyway. But that's. Center fielder's not the hot dog that you fuss about all the time, is he? No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not. <laughs> Okuna is. He needs therapy, but I'm not gonna say anything about it. He Okuna's having a, a fine year. I mean, my goodness, he is. And the, I, I know you like this. I like this. The stolen bases back. It people is back. Just, yeah, they just stealing bases. Not the Braves necessarily, but a lot of people are just stealing bases left and right. So I guess that's good, I suppose. Yeah, it means run production's up. Yeah. Which means batting averages are up. Right. It, games are going quicker. Five years from now, will we'll, we have the same rules we have today in Major League Baseball? That, that, those rules aren't going to change, are they? Uh, pitch count, shot clock. and The pitch is the, the, the timing there. We may have an adjustment there. I, I don't know. If we do have it this year, 
it'll probably be at the all-star break, but I think it'll be at the end of the year if, if that's changed. Yes, I think so. Uh, and we're only getting about a violation a game, one violation, ball or a strike, and that's pretty much it. Well, I haven't watched a lot of baseball, but I've watched a fair amount. I haven't seen one all year long. Um, I've watched. Like I say, they, they're, they're down to about one a game. Uh, spring training was two a game, and but by the end of spring training, it was down to, to really less than one a game, which is hard to do, I guess. But anyway, um, so – I don't know whether we'll be under those rules or not, but um, similar stuff. Well, you got any predictions you want to ask me? <laughs> Are the Reds going to pull out of this, this slump that they, they've been in? If you, we'll call only, it a slump. They've only lost seven in a row. <laughs> the, Braves, the Braves lost four in a row this last weekend, and uh, that was the first time in uh, like 200 games where they, they lost four in a row. That was very rare. So tonight we've got a chance to set a new record with our uh, our mash unit uh, and injured players and whatnot. Well, I sent my brother a text when the Reds were three and one. The yeah. magic number was one sixty. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I think it's still about one sixty. I I don't know. I don't know about Atlanta. I mean, they drive me crazy. They just blew a lead yesterday. They were just terrible. Uh, they had. I don't know where these relief pitchers even came from. I don't even recognize who they are. Uh, we were doing just fine there, and then they, you know, they were all gone. And the the guy that drove you crazy, you remember Twitch? How he would Twitch on the man before he threw the ball. Remember that guy? You don't remember? No. We, we called him Twitch. Renee did. My daughter did. But anyway, I think he's in Detroit. And Twitch. Twitch. That's what we called him. I don't remember his name, but that's what we called him. He, hey, you couldn't you couldn't hit him most nights. He was unhittable. You know, one of the most colorful players in Major League Baseball history, Mark Fidrich. Yeah. For Detroit. Yeah. We were not seeing Fidrich do his antics if the, if the pitch clock was on, right? Because he wouldn't have time to go back behind the mound oh, and, that's right. and tap on the dirt and do this, do that. And talk to the ball. Talk to the ball. Hold the ball. ball. Hold the ball out in front of him. It's really a shame <laughs> that what happened to him happened because he was very entertaining and he absolutely, people would come see him pitch. Uh, and because he was so entertaining and so good, he he really pitched well. But it didn't last long, did it? Till you he know, got his and, arm hurt. If if I remember right, Jeff, there was nothing in his prior history to come to Detroit that suggested he was going to be a really really good major league baseball pitcher. I think that's correct. And uh, for about two years, he was a dominant pitcher. And, and on top of that, he was was a lot of fun to watch. He was. He was. He, and I don't think it was an act with him. I think that was really the bird, don't you? Yeah, I, th- I think so too. And he he had the um, well, he just he had a lot of stuff that just made you want to watch him. His his hair, uh, his his demeanor. He he was kind of tall and thin kind of kid, and um, very country looking. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And he he get you out. And I I think he I think he won eighteen or nineteen games one year. Seems like. And then he was doing well the next year, and then he got hurt. He hurt his arm, and then that was it. And the mad Hungarian, Al Roboski, <laughs> he wouldn't have got to go behind the mound and do his little <laughs> shake and bake and come to the mound and, and, and growl, right? I remember one night he was doing all that mess. <laughs> and he had his back to the plate, and the umpire came out and was standing on the mound. <laughs> and the umpire was right behind him. He wasn't six feet behind him. And Herbosky turned around to march up to the 
you know, the pitching rubber, and there the umpire is standing with his hand out. He wants to see the ball. Harpowski <laughs> liked it. I don't think he knew what to do. But that guy was really good for a long time. He was. And entertaining. Yes. To say the least. Yeah. Now, I do think his was a little bit more of the act than Fidrich. I think Robotsky found that happened a time or two, and I think he decided to play into that a, a good bit. Well, they like the press and the Atlanta Constitution. I'm, I'm not being them. critical of that at all. I mean, it, yeah. we're sitting here talking about it, what, 30 years later? Right. So it, it, it did what he wanted to do. Um, I, of course, I know that I'm an old man. People are always reminding me all the time about how old I am, but I guess I can talk to you. <laughs> well, we're close to the same. I doubt if these two young men behind you there even remember Jimmy Pearsall. But you remember Jimmy Pearsall? Cleveland Indians. He, yeah, he was very entertaining. And he actually, uh, his antics resulted in a rule change. And, and, and the rule change was that you could not jump around and do jumping jacks and somersaults in the outfield <laughs> while the other team was hitting because it was very distracting, which is why he did it. <laughs> and they threw him out one night and threw him out another night, and then they made that a rule or whatever. I don't know. But he ran the bases backwards. He just did wild stuff. But he could play. Oh, man. That guy could hit. Played for the White Sox a while, too. I, I don't I don't recall, but I know this. He was in the major leagues a long time, and he was a good player. End it this way, Jeff. Uh, if, if you had one – in the history of baseball, if you had one game to win, who would you want on, on the mound for you? And you can you can name three or four, and we, we'll, we'll come to some conclusions. Well, this is going to be a, 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 a cop-out answer. Uh, because he wasn't really a pitcher, but you know, Babe Ruth was a heck of a pitcher, dominant pitcher. Uh, I mean, he was he was really good. But the the best the best, the best guy one you've seen. Now let, you, you weren't around when Babe was pitching. No, I didn't see the Babe. <laughs> he called me a couple of times, but no, I didn't. I, I don't know uh, uh, people that I've seen in person. Okay, all right, Tom Seaver. Seaver's awfully good. I'd, I'd say Bob Gibson. I'd be all right, too. Mickey Lolich. I'd take Gibson or Seaver over Lolich, but okay. I know Denny McLean personally. I've met him three or four times. Who was the guy in Minnesota that had such right-handed pitchers that had such dominant years for three or four years in a row? I can't call his name. Morris. Uh, yeah, Jack, Jack Morris. Morris. Oh, the Braves couldn't hit him at all. They couldn't do the first thing in the world. He beat us one to nothing all the time. He was really good. He was a good pitcher. Well, All Elvis, of Famer. Elvis is in the house. Who's that? Elvis. He is. <laughs> <laughs> Since we're talking crazy stuff, let's stop. Let's quit. It's 559.15. What's going on at 620? We're going to have baseball. It's uh, Middle Tennessee Christian School and Columbia Academy. And there, I guess I'm sure Brian Barrett is right there listening right now, ready to go. And there will all sorts of talk tomorrow because there will be Middle Tennessee baseball here, but Monty will be in on Wednesday for All Sports Talk. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS. Brought to you by State Farm Agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, SoCo Roofing and Restoration, and Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living.